0: Welcome to Brewing Success, where growth is the mission, change is the reward, and progress is the goal. I am your host, Andrea Gebhardt. I'm a former educator turned passionate entrepreneur whose desire to create impact has never wavered. I have spent the last decade teaching, mentoring, and coaching people on how to create success in their lives and businesses with proven strategies and systems that not only bring about change, but big results. When it comes down to it, teaching is my specialty, leadership is my jam, and inspiring you to live a bigger, fuller life is what I'm all about. This podcast will give you the knowledge and tools you need to brew success in almost any area of your life. You're going to walk away each week feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to step outside your comfort zone and into the next level of who you're meant to be. Now let's get into today's episode. You now before I jump into my thoughts today, I want to take a moment and tell you that I am really grateful that you are a part of this inspiring community. When I began this podcast about a year and a half ago, my goal was to reach more people and provide insight and perspective that really encouraged you to think critically about, about the life that you are living currently and how you can transform in the moment to make life more meaningful. My goal was to equip you with the thoughts and actions that would enable you to move the needle in your life and make actual progress. And if this is what you've been experiencing since subscribing, I would love for you to let me know. Um, Each week, I sit in my closet, (laughs) excited to connect with you and help you brew success in your own life. So, again, thank you for being here with me week after week. It's so much fun to get to do life. With you. So let's take a moment and talk a little bit about um, our, our topic today, which is why having a warrior mindset matters. And, um, you know, this is a really big thing because you are either a warrior and you're just really charging through overcoming challenges in life, or you're a warrior, which means you fall victim to doubt, fear, um limitations and and things of that nature. When you're a warrior, you forge your own path. You blaze your own trail. You don't allow the circumstances to really impact your ability to move forward. When you're a warrior, you are 100% directed by the things that are happening around you, controlled by the things that are happening around you. People are having a bad day, you have a bad day. The you know, uh, world is feeling a little bit heavy, you feel a little bit heavy. And so you allow yourself to really become subject to the winds of change instead of being the one that can, controls like how you respond to all of that. And all of this really matters um, and is really important, especially right now, because I feel like people who are once warri- warriors have kind of like shifted or digressed into becoming Warriors and that impacts the way that you show up day to day. It impacts how you lead your teams, it impacts how you you know move about and, and build your businesses. And so I want to talk about why a warrior mindset matters. And and before I do that, I just want to remind you, and this is like a proven statistic, but 90% of the things that you worry about never even happen. Like 90% of the things you worry about never even happen. So when you start to worry about anything. I want you to remind yourself that's highly unlikely anyway, and decide in that moment what you do want to focus on, the things that you need to do to get where wherever it is that you're going, trying to accomplish whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. And I think, and I'm, and I'm almost positive that what I'm about to say can absolutely be validated by science, but we won't get into that because hashtag nerd alert, we could do a deep, deep dive on it. But our our brains really are hardwired to protect us. So it seems only natural that we default to a worrier state of mind. And it's interesting because this worrier state of mind typically happens when things change. When You know, if you're, if you're building a business, if your business starts to change a little bit, um, you start to worry. If your relationship starts to change a little bit, you start to worry. If your kids start to act a little bit different, you start to worry, right? So we default to this worrier mindset because our brains are hardwired to protect us. And we worry about the world around us. We do. We worry, um, about our kids as they exit the car onto, onto campus. We worry about our loved ones far away and whether, and we absolutely worry about whether or not we turned off the oven before we left the house or left the candle burning. Right? So we have a tendency to worry pretty much about everything. And this happens as we begin to attach negative and anxious energy to an imagined outcome. We attach a negative and anxious energy to an imagined outcome. That's what causes worry. Well, what would happen if we attached a positive, excited energy to an imagined outcome? First of all, We would naturally like just vibrate at a higher state. We would think at a higher level. We would move at a higher level. And so I want you to remember that worry is attached to negative and anxious energy. And so again, when you feel yourself start to worry, ask yourself, is this the energy that I want to carry? Is this the energy that I want to uh, transmit to other people? And be consciously aware of how you can redirect it and change it in that moment. Actually, I'd rather be really excited and carry positive energy about imagined outcomes. So what outcome could I imagine instead that's going to lead to that? So worry, just so you know, worry is intended to help protect us from our fear. And yet what it does is it causes us to dwell and waste emotional and mental energy. And I know we've all been there because once you come through something, you look back and you're like, I can't believe I worried about who I was gonna go to prom with. I can't believe I worried about whether or not I was actually gonna you know, do well in college. I can't believe I worried about all the things that could have gone wrong with my toddler you know, when they become, you know, a a teenager and then we worry about other things, right? (laughs) So again, I just want to reiterate that they say that 90% of what we worry about never even happens anyway. This this stat just validates the point that worry doesn't serve us. You guys, it actually severs us from our ability to have the required presence in life necessary for gratitude and ultimately joy to take root. So when we spend our time Worrying, it severs us from our ability to have the required presence in life necessary for gratitude. Right? Gratitude can't take root. Like we can't be grateful for the things that we're ha- that we have, if we're worried about the things we don't have, or worried about the things that didn't happen, or worried about the things that might happen. Right? We can't experience joy if we're in this constant state of negative, anxious energy. I will tell you this right now. And I want you to remember it. Worry is never worth what it costs, ever. And you know that because you've come on the other side of things and then like giggled or laughed at yourself over how much worry and you realize how much time you spent worrying about something and that time and that energy could have been better used to, you know, move you forward to tackle, you know, those things that you needed to do for the day. So what if you were able to work against that default thinking and instead activate a warrior mindset, how would your life change if you focused on the positive outcomes versus the negative ones? How would your perspective change if you spent more time in that warrior space than that worrier space? How much more productive could you become if your emotional and mental energy was spent in those activities and those actions and those things that are going to actually lead to progress instead of the dwelling and stirring and pacing that worry does. Remember, worry doesn't serve us. It severs us. Worry like literally is the on-ramp to the struggle bus. I'm just going to say it right here because it's absolutely true. And so by now, I'm sure that you're probably asking yourself what it looks like, right? What does it look like to activate this warrior mindset? How do I do that? What are some things I can do when I begin to worry to enable me to be able to activate this warrior mindset? Because once you've activated it and once you once you get yourself to this warrior mindset enough, the, the warrior stuff, it just get, becomes less and less of a default mode for you. And then your default mode becomes warrior mindset. Like, have you ever seen those people? Like, you guys, we all have those friends. You all know those people who are just, we call them worry warts because they literally worry about everything. And we just watch their life spiral and them not really make progress and them kind of just get stuck in these ruts because worry is is kind of you know what they're operating on versus those people who just get after it they take initiative they just attack life day after day and it just seems like they're so mentally tough and mentally strong and when you bring up a worry or concern like ah don't worry about that it's all no big deal it'll work out how it works out those people their default mode is that warrior mindset and that's where i want to help you get today because we know that worrying doesn't serve us it severs us from our ability to be successful so I'm going to share with you some simple ways to overcome worry and develop your inner warrior because that's a lot of fun, right? So the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is like when you start to experience worry, um, you want to quiet your mind and ask yourself what is true about the situation that you're experiencing and what is imagined, This simple trick right here is going to relax your nerves and provide clarity and a sense of relief. So essentially what we need to do in that moment of when we start to feel that the first thing we need to do is we need to calm down, take a step back. What is true about the situation and what am I imagining or what am I making up? And the reason why that matters is it allows you to like have a conversation with your subconscious to say, okay, well, this is true and this isn't, and you're able to move on quickly. The second thing that you want to do is you want to pay attention and you want, this is where you kind of try to understand physically where this worry or anxiousness is coming from. So what is it exactly that you're feeling and why are you feeling it? Being aware of your physio-emotional state creates an opportunity to dissect and then reflect what belief is actually causing the worry. And then you can go to work to dissolve it. So what am I feeling and why am I feeling it? I'm feeling anxious because I'm, you know, nervous that when my son drives from the house to the school every morning... There are going to be people on the road with him as well who are probably on their phones and not paying attention. And I'm worried that he's going to get into a car accident, right? And so being aware of your physio-emotional state while I'm feeling this, because I know that there's a lot of really terrible drivers, and my son is a teenager, and he's just learning how to drive, and maybe he just doesn't, you know, he's just not going to pay as much attention, right? And the belief is, you know, I'm my belief is that I'm concerned that my son isn't 100% a a super confident driver or just a super competent driver, right? Because he just started driving this year. So now that that's my belief, well, okay, I'm worrying because this is what I believe. I believe he's not a competent, fully competent driver. Now I can go to work with that. And instead I can spend my time and energy saying things like, I know my son pays attention. I know I I trust, you know, he's doing what he's doing. And of course, accidents happen and things happen. But if I spend all my time worrying about him driving, um, think about what that actually robs me of during that time the third thing this is the big one that i just wish more people could do seriously is just go with the flow okay so when you're starting to experience worry worry starts to take over be ready to embrace uncertainty uncertainty is not always a bad thing we don't always know what's going to happen we don't always understand where we are and why we're in this space in this place you know so we have to we have to be ready and comfortable to embrace uncertainty most often too many people fall into this worry trap because they want to know how something's going to go, how it's going to work out, how it's going to play out. And then so what they do is they imagine or create this idea in their minds of what it's going to look like. And then the minute it starts to not look like that, they just spiral backwards into this, just, you know, more anxiety, more negative thoughts and emotions, feeling like they're out of control. And these are the people that just really kind of get tripped up and slip up when when things aren't going like they're planned. But when you, when you understand that uncertainty is a part of life, uncertainty is a part of business, uncertainty is a part of leadership, then you have the ability to just embrace it. And most things that occur, right, are outside of our control. Most things that occur are outside of our control. We can only control ourselves, the way that we respond, the way that we react, the way that we show up, the things that we do. We cannot control anything else around us. And so if we adopt a go with the flow mentality and an is it is what it is mindset, it's a lot easier to embrace uncertainty because we understand that things happen as they are supposed to. It's only when we fight the flow that the worry starts to grow. And and there's little instances in your day-to-day life where you can get better at practicing this, right? So, you know, if something happens and you're late to work or you're late getting the kids to sports or whatever it is, you can look at that and be mad and get flustered and frustrated and spend all your time and energy and emotional energy on you know, how everything went wrong, or you can be like, well, it is what it is. I'm going to be late. They're going to be late. Maybe there's a reason why it all kind of happened this way and just trust it, you know, because when you can let that go, you know, I mean, I've, there's been times I've been on road trips and, you know, we've taken a wrong turn and one person in the car is like, oh my gosh, and this is going to throw us off and blah. And I'm like, it is what it is. Cool. look it. We just got to see like a whole extra bit of scenery <laughs> that wasn't in the plan. And let's, let's choose to be like super gracious about it and like gratuitous about it and and enjoy that, you know, and so going with the flow and adopting that is what it is mentality is definitely going to help. The next thing that you want to do is really just focus on the now. Nine times out of 10, you know, when we're worrying about something, we're not even, we're not even in a present state. We're not even where we are. We are somewhere in the future. In fact, worry by definition is about the future. So training your, to, to keep your attention on the present, with an open and accepting attitude will naturally dilute and destroy worrying and the negative energy impact it presents, right? So when you feel yourself start to worry or slip, remember that like, you're not even here. You're not even in the moment. You're so focused on what could happen or, you know, the future events or results of something that you're not even in that present moment. And when you're not present in that moment, that's why I talk about how, you know, worry really just severs us from our ability to be in the present moment. Like, be here, be in the now, take a look around. What have you got going for you? Great, let's run and celebrate that. And whatever happens is, whatever happens, happens. We know that the result is going to be the result of what we did or didn't do. We know the result is going to be the result of the way we thought, you know, the thoughts that we carried, the actions that we took, the habits that we put into place, the discipline that we practiced, the consistency that we that we really, you know, implemented. The result is going to be a result of, and the result of worry is nothing. If 90% of worry never even takes place and you have to understand the result of worry is nothing. So if you want to be in a road where you're constantly just, you know, clocking in at zero and like getting zero hits in life and, and, and not running those bases and not having that success and not having those things happen, then you can spend your time worrying. But if you don't want to, that's why we have to stop and why we have to do these things. The last step here is to just lean in. Like I mentioned before, worry is intended to protect us from our fears, yet it can lead to dwelling on things that aren't even going to happen anyway. So instead, let's lean in and face our fears. 90% of the fear goes away anyway when we take the first step. We often worry about what is going to happen, and that paralyzes us from making anything happen. And that's so true. And if and if we lean into the fear, we take the action that is required to diminish the worry associated with it. So my gosh, like when you feel yourself start to worry, calm down. Calm down, quiet your mind. What is true, what is imagined, right? Pay attention. What am I feeling and why am I feeling it? Get down to that 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 belief that you have in that situation and work to dissolve it and move on. Go with the flow. Whatever it is is, what how it happens, happens, and just trust the process focus on the now pull yourself out of that worry out of that future worry and plant yourself right in that present moment take a look at what's true take a look at where you are and again you know approach everything with that open and accepting attitude and it will dilute and destroy worrying and the negative energy that it that it presents and then lean in lean into you know the fears and take the actions so that you can diminish the worry that's associated with it. I mean, it's so simple. You want to get rid of worry, get into action. You want to activate your warrior, your warrior mindset, spend less time worrying about things. It's that it truly is that simple. And, you know, a lot of the topics that we discuss on here around leadership and entrepreneurship and building businesses. And, you know, a lot of times this content really does cross over into different aspects of our lives. And, you know, this really matters because you know, from I could dive into so many different contexts and why this is so important and why it's so key for you to activate and or adopt and or strengthen your warrior mindset, you know, and in in terms of leadership, it simply comes to this: People don't follow warriors. They follow warriors. People don't trust warriors. We trust warriors, right? People don't want to team up and build businesses and do things with people who are worrying because they're constantly casting negative and and anxious energy. Think about that. Right. And maybe you aren't where you thought you would be by now, because this is one of those things that we haven't done yet. This is one of those areas of your life that we haven't tackled yet. And. One of the things I love about this community, one of the things I love about this podcast is we have an opportunity to discuss those little teeny tiny adjustments we've got to make that are going to unlock the big changes that are going to really, you know, continue to, to harness our potential and move us in big ways toward those big goals and those big dreams and that big calling that's been been placed on your on your life. So, you know, warrior leaders, they, they take action, they innovate, their solutions focused and they they constantly cast belief and cast vision and you can look at this two ways you can look at this in terms of your leadership is my leadership like this do I am I following a warrior leader yes they take action they take initiative they innovate their solutions focus and base they cast vision belief all the time right and then of course there's the opposite of that there's the the warrior like And maybe this is you. Maybe this is how you distinguish, well, which one am I? Where am I? Because sometimes we think we're somewhere where we're really not, right? It's kind of like when you think you're really fit and then you go on a hike, (laughs) (laughs) this did not just recently happen to me. Um, But, you know, you think you're really fit and then you go on a hike and literally the first incline in, you're like huffing and puffing and want to sit down on a rock. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Why is this so hard? And you recognize that you might be fit, but you might not have endurance, right? And a lot of times we might say, I'm a really good leader and that might be true, but we may not have the mental and emotional endurance that's required in leadership. And this is one of those things. That's the difference, right? Most people can you know, uh, get into action and display leadership qualities, but it's leadership endurance that wins the race. It's leadership endurance that takes the teams to the, the highest, furthest level. And so we have to, you know, kind of check in with ourselves from time to time and test this. And this is where we are. So, you know, if you're a warrior based leader or you have that warrior mindset, you know, when things change or things get difficult, right? Remember, we default to that warrior place. We default. When things get difficult, when things change, when You know, we're dealing with adversity or challenges. One of those two mindsets are going to activate, and again, that that warrior is that default state. It's the default state. It's where your brain wants to send you to protect you. Don't do this. Don't do that. It's scary. It's dangerous. It's this. It's that. Like keeping your safe little bubble of your comfort zone and never grow, go anywhere in life, grow anywhere in life, achieve anything in life because this is just so much safer. Don't take risks. Don't try something new, like just stay here. But my friends, you and I both know that you are totally designed for way more than that. And there's, you know, we wanna take the risks and we want to put our place, ourselves in challenging places so that we can, you know, get better and skill up and and learn and grow and, and fail and learn and grow some more. And so that that default mindset is where we want to pull ourselves away from. So how do I know? How do you know if you're a more of a warrior than a warrior? Okay, first of all, um, when things get hard or challenging or things change, you retreat, you pull back, you back your little tush into your little dark comfort zone and you hang out there. You, you know, you retreat, you avoid. That's the number one sign of a, you know, non-warrior based leader. You avoid. You avoid communicating with your team. You avoid your inbox. You avoid your email emails. You avoid those business meetings. You avoid the coworkers. You avoid people in your family. You avoid the tough conversations. You avoid those difficult moments because you want to you want to avoid it because you're so worried about how it might go, what conflicts might be presented, how it might change relationships. Right? Um, a worrier is more problem focused. They see the problem before they see solution. In fact, they see the problem the minute they walk into a situation. They see the problem with people. They see the problem with the plan. They see a problem with the system. They see a problem with the products. They see a problem with the team. They see a problem with that person. It's just what tends to happen. They're not solutions oriented. They're problem focused. And then warrior style people or worrier based mindset doesn't cast vision and belief. They spread fear and doubt. And this is, this is big because think about if, if you're, if you're casting vision and belief, you are going places, you're doing big things, you are moving a a group or an organization along the pathway to achieve a big goal. If you're casting fear or doubt, remember when people cast fear and doubt, they're casting their own insecurities. They're casting their own limiting beliefs because you can't cast vision, right? Without a belief and like really excited like optimistic energy going into whatever it is that you're you're charging toward but people who doubt fear or or cast fear tell you why you should be afraid of something is cuz they're afraid of it people who cast doubt you shouldn't do this because that'll never happen you'll never do this and that's them casting their the own the, the self doubt that they carry onto you those aren't the people that we want to follow so when it comes to leadership when it comes and i'm not just talking about like leadership from an entrepreneurial business standpoint i'm talking about leading your family i'm talking about you know, being an example to the people around you. Do you want them to see what warrior mindset, warrior leadership looks like, or do you want to teach them, you know, the pointless value of, of worry? You know, it takes practice to develop a warrior mindset over a warrior mindset, but I I know that you can do it, and the payoff will be absolutely huge. Um. And so I really just want to, you know, challenge you to really think about when you come to these moments, right? Because your brain is going to try to pull you back in the default place of worry. And I want you to challenge it. And I want you to calm down. I want you to pay attention. I want you to adopt that go with the flow mindset. I want you to focus on the present moment. I want you to lean in and take action because those are the things that are going to help you activate that warrior mindset. Those are the things that are going to diminish the power that that default setting for yourself that it has over you. And I'm going to tell you right now, those people that walk through life with a warrior mindset are the people who are going to go the furthest. The people who are going to impact the most people the people are going to take the most people along with them. And that's just the plain and simple truth. So if you are someone who desires change, desires impact, desires growth, desires success, then you need to get yourself in a space in a place where you can actively activate this mindset for yourself so that you can model that you can teach that, uh, you know, to other people as they're as they're working alongside of you, because it is the warriors who do the big things in the world, not the warriors. So with that, you guys, we're going to wrap up today's episode. I just want to say thanks again for being here. If this episode resonates with you in any way, or if you know someone who needs to hear it, please share it with them. Share it on social media. Um, you know, I would love for you guys to tag us, tag the page so that we can just reach more people and help more people brew success in their day-to-day lives. Until next time, guys. Talk to you soon.